Welcome to another episode of Chair Shots to the Cranium. I'm Stephen Goforth. It's my honor and pleasure to interview the very talented Priscilla Kelly on today's episode, so I hope you enjoy that. Don't forget to go check out Chair Shots to the Cranium on Instagram, on, on Twitter. Follow us. It's Chair 2 Cranium. Chair, the number two Cranium. Chair 2 Cranium on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also follow on Facebook, Chair Shots to the Cranium, and our YouTube channel. Go subscribe. A lot of interesting interviews on the YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to our Apple Podcasts, also on Google Podcasts. A five-star rating is greatly appreciated, so thank you very much for that in advance. And you can check out the website, cheershotstothecranium.com. All the interviews have been put on there, past columns, other extremely entertaining wrestling information is on the website. Again, cheershotstothecranium.com. If you want your own Chair Shots to the Cranium merch, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash, you guessed it, Chair Shots to the Cranium. So ProWrestlingTees.com have some tremendous merch on there. We would love if you would go on there and purchase some merchandise and support us. So again, thank you so very much for tuning into another episode. So without further ado, let's head into my interview with the very talented, the one and only Priscilla Kelly. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is a very exciting and talented wrestler. At the age of 21, she's experienced tremendous success in her young career by capturing championships and participating in this year's WWE May Young Classic. She's currently making a name for herself on the independent wrestling scene, and she's sure to have a great career ahead of her. Please welcome as my guest the very talented Priscilla Kelly. Priscilla, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Appreciate your time for coming on the show. It's uh, it's been like a crazy month. I've only been home. This is my first week I've actually been home, so I'm finally able to uh, you know, come on and have this talk with you and you know talk about upcoming shows and things like that so yeah well again thank you very much it's an honor and a pleasure for fans who may not know how you got your start your start in professional wrestling you have a pretty interesting story about how you were influenced by your younger brother tell me about that and what influenced you to call professional wrestling your career um so yeah of course yeah my brother got me interested in wrestling and um Everything kind of started from there, and it kind of just started as something to do, and I kind of just fell in love with it, and it became the passion that I didn't know that I had. You know, I didn't have, like, I didn't have, like, a set plan for what I wanted to do with my life or my career or anything, and wrestling kind of came along, and it was just that. If I'm not mistaken, there's a little bit of influence there from The Undertaker, correct? Yeah, Undertaker was a pretty big part of uh, the influence it was me and my brother both. Now you recently participated in the May Young Classic. How did you earn that spot in the tournament? Um, I honestly think just working hard and getting my name out there and getting more and more eyes on me, uh, not only in America but overseas in Japan. I think helped me a lot with the May Young Classic, and um, I think it's all about just showing them that you're willing to push yourself and be dedicated. I'm sure you were very excited when you got that phone call, right? Yeah, I was very excited. 
Your match with, uh, I gotta say, your match with uh, Deanna Perazzo was one of, if not the best match of that tournament, in my opinion. What kind of feedback did you receive from the WWE about that match, and do you feel there's a potential of you signing with them in the future? Um, I got really great feedback. Um, again, like I was just really excited just to be able to show my talent on that kind of platform, and um, Deanna I had worked with before and known before, so it was a comfortable opponent for me to be able to just go in with someone that I feel like was just a friend, you know, and just go out there and do our best and kill it on this grand stage, so to say. Um, but no, the feedback was great, and um, as far as coming back, you know, you never know what the future holds in wrestling. You could go so many different ways. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll see you there. I think that'll be outstanding. I mean, like I said, I thought the match was phenomenal, and uh, definitely could have a, a tremendous career there. Now, you're, you're currently wrestling for Universal Championship Wrestling. How did you form this relationship, and how has your experience been so far with one of the hottest independent wrestling companies going today? Um, it, you know, it's just like any other thing. It just kind of comes along, and I came and I came to a show a few months back, I believe. Um, and you know, the crowd was great, and everyone really receptive, and um, it's just another another way that I can get out and just show my talent to a broader uh, audience. And that, I think that's great. You have faced a lot of great opponents over your early career. Who have you had your best or most memorable matches with? Um, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> like, oh man, I, I really I don't know. Like I've, I've had so many like really great opponents. Um, probably Jordan Grace, uh, Heidi Lovelace, or Ruby Riot, whatever she was going by Heidi. And, um, of course, like, Deanna was great to work with. Um, Kimberly is great. Uh, Tessa Blanchard is great to work with. Um, there's just, like, I mean, there's a lot of girls that just, you know, that really bring it in the ring, and it's just a pleasure to be able to share the ring with. Let's talk a little bit about your time wrestling in Japan. You wrestled for TJP earlier this year. How was your experience in Japan, and how did the matches compare to your experience in the ring here in the States? Um, Japan is a whole different ball game than wrestling. Uh, it's, it's a lot different over there, where over here the crowds are in it the whole time, just loud and rowdy and saying stuff. Uh, in Japan, everyone just likes to quietly just take everything in. And you do something impressive, you'll get a light applause. And then they'll be taking in the next thing. Right. And I actually like it over there better sometimes because it seems like the fans are actually paying attention to every little detail of the match and they appreciate it much more um, than the fans over here sometimes do. And it's actually really nice. Um, which, when I work for uh, Tokyo Joshi, it's an all women's company. And I actually just recently had a title shot with Miyu um, over there, and that's on the DDP website. Um, and then I also do GDT uh, wrestling, so that's where I'll do like a lot of intergender and stuff. And I, was, you know, the last match that I had, I had an uh, eight man, and um, you know, I was in the ring with people like Jun Kasai and uh, Ethan Page, and um, just really great talent to work with. So it's been a great experience. Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about your promos. They're considered by many to be very thought provoking, dark, mysterious. Where do you get your inspiration for your promo style? Um, so my promo style, and I mean, just who I am in general, you know, a lot of people ask, like, oh, like, 
you know, you study, like, this wrestler, this wrestler. And, I mean, well, Undertaker did inspire a lot early on. Um, a lot of my inspiration comes from just, like, things that I saw growing up, you know, a lot of movies and music and artists and just everything growing up, you know, because, like, I was one of those kids that was six years old watching Rob Zombie films. And, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. just what I liked and what I was into. And I just try to make everything that I do as cinematic as possible and, that, you know, just express everything that I've always loved about characters that I've loved growing up into my work. You mentioned earlier that you were inspired to begin your career in wrestling by watching The Undertaker. The women's division as a whole... Uh, doesn't have a well-known character like The Undertaker. Do you see yourself becoming maybe the next women's version of The Undertaker? Um, I would love to be. I mean, the, the thing The Undertaker had that uh, I think captivated me and so many other different people is just his presence, you know? Yeah. And, of course, like there's other people that have great presence, too, but I think you know, when The Undertaker could come out and that bell would ring, everyone's heart would kind of drop, and it was that... Oh, you know, like this is like this is awesome, right? You know? Exactly. And I just want to be able to give fans that same kind of feeling when I make my entrance to the ring, and it, you know, if I could be the next Undertaker, so to say, that I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> now we just experienced WWE Evolution. I thought it turned out to be an outstanding show. What are your thoughts about seeing more women, all women shows in the WWE? And not just that, but the expansion of women's wrestling as a whole with all with all women's promotions. Um, I think that it's, you know, obviously really great. And I mean, you know, I could say all the cliche things, like, it's great for women to have all these opportunities right now, and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, you know, there still are people out there saying, like, oh, that, you know, that was good for a women's match, or that was good for a girl, and, you know, stuff like that. And that's what I really care about isn't so much, like, oh, there's so many opportunities right now for women and everything's so great for women. I want just people to just, you know, shut the hell up and enjoy a match for what a match is and not just say something like, oh, that was good for the women. Right. Or, you know, it's a women's match. It, we, you know, we'll, we'll put this on right before the main to make everybody feel like bored so the main event is more exciting, you know, like ever things like that. It's, it's not fair. I just, I want that to end in wrestling and in life in general. Yeah, I totally get that. Instead of saying, yeah, instead of saying, Oh, yeah, that was a great women's match. You know what? No, that's just a great match, period. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. So, what do you want fans to remember about your character when they watch your matches? Um, I think with my character, I just want people to... I want people to see me and not just see someone that's playing a character. I want people to just see me and know that that's me. And... I come to the ring, I want people to have that excitement in their hearts, the same way I did for when I would see, like, The Undertaker, for example. And that's all I could ever ask for, is just to let let all the fans have a certain emotion when I come to the ring. Now, you have a match this weekend at UCW Slamboree in Athens, Georgia, against the very talented Jessie Bell. Now, she's already taken to social media, challenging your ability to beat her in the ring. How does your two styles match up, and, and what words do you have for Jesse heading into this match? Uh, well, I've known Jesse for a long time. I've faced her in the ring before, and the thing is, uh, the last time I faced Jesse, I was rather young. I was still maybe maybe a year and a half uh, in wrestling at the time, maybe a little over, 
And I think Jesse needs to understand that I've been a lot of places. I've wrestled a lot of opponents since then, and I've definitely worked a lot harder. And um, let's just say it's not the same Priscilla she's been in the ring with before. Well, I'm sure it's going to be a great match. I'm very much looking forward to watching it. Priscilla, this is the cranium. This is the cranium shot portion of the interview. I'm going to say a name. This name's going to be from your past. You can give a brief answer. You can give a one-word answer. Whatever comes to mind. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Tessa Blanchard. Um, I actually just wrestled her like a week ago or so. Um, Tessa, again, just a great person to share the ring with. Santana Garrett. Uh, I wrestle her tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, Zandiana is, again, just, you know, someone that I really enjoyed working with. Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan is like my husband in wrestling or my wife in wrestling. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I've uh, yeah, basically grew up in wrestling with Kira, so I think if anybody in wrestling knows me better, it's her. <laughs> Amber O'Neill. Amber O'Neill, she, um, she was a great sort of uh, guide early on. So she, she, uh, yeah. So I think she's. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Priscilla, for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. How can fans find you on social media? I'm on Twitter at Priscilla Kelly underscore. And Instagram at the Priscilla Kelly, and Facebook at the Priscilla Kelly as well. Oh, great fans! Go check her out. Uh, tremendous, tremendous talent in professional wrestling. Extremely excited about seeing where your career goes from here. Again, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And don't forget to check out Universal Championship Wrestling. Visit their website at ucwtv.com for more information and also how to purchase tickets to this show and for future shows. You can also check them out on Instagram and on Twitter at UCWTV and you can check them out on Facebook again Universal Championship Wrestling. Again Priscilla, thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me.